Today's podcast is brought to you by Something Blue by Anita Kay, specializing in wedding and event photography. Visit her page on Facebook. For those in love, capture those memories with Something Blue by Anita Kay. The Unbridled Enthusiasm Podcast with Mark Pulo starts now. Power in the cartoon world. A podcast, and I was told that if I did your podcast, that I would, you know, advance to the next level. And we're podcasting and photographizing in front of the great. The worst gigs of their life are, are because of Mark <laughs> Anyone want a husband? Free, free to a home. Now it doesn't even have to be a good home. Just free to a home. Ladies and gentlemen, Andre the Giant would like to do his impression. Oh, Willie Nelson. Suck yourself dry! Alright. Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Unbridled Enthusiasm Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Poulos. Welcome back. Uh, yeah, today on the program, I, uh, I was... I don't know, you get to a point where... At least for me, you know, being home with two kids now all the time and and I'm not especially on the road as much as I have been. Um, my wife works uh, a few 12-hour shifts during the week and, you know, sometimes there's a lot of downtime and, you know, it's like you can't go anywhere so you can't go, like, work out or go see a movie or something so you try to find, uh, you know, nowadays some new tv shows to watch you know to get into and get interested in you know we live in a a pretty amazing time that you know every tv show that exists on every network and uh, every platform um, is just like fingertips away with netflix and hulu and you know cable on demand and everything so you know i had been such a big fan of all the uh the Marvel stuff as far as the the movies and the TV shows as far as the Agents of Shield and stuff and uh, I had been reading online for a long time about um the show Arrow which is funny that I hadn't gotten to it earlier cuz I was a huge fan of the show Smallville like I used to watch that all the time and of course, the uh, the Green Arrow showed up on that a bunch. Of course, it was played by a a different character. I can't remember what that guy's name was. And uh, you know, I I haven't watched it in a long time, so I don't know like what storylines carry over or whatnot. And if uh, you know, if you haven't watched any of the Arrow or the Flash or Legends of Tomorrow, I would not listen to this podcast because there's going to be a lot of stuff I'm going to talk about that uh, would kind of ruin those shows for you. Um, I'm not uh, excessively far into all of these shows. Um, I haven't haven't watched any of the Legends of Tomorrow. Um, I think I've seen about uh, six episodes of The Flash, and uh, I'm almost through the second season of The Arrow. But I just thought it would be kind of an interesting podcast to talk about uh, 
like the emerging um i guess you would call it the battle back from dc to kind of take back a little bit of the market you know that's been so dominated by uh by marvel and i'd like to say before i start talking about the tv shows so they just added uh avengers uh age of ultron on cable on demand so i watched it again the other day and i don't know if this is going to upset some people i don't know if that movie holds up to tell you the truth you know it's like uh maybe it's because i had seen almost you know two seasons of the arrow and i just feel like they're they're just doing it so right on that tv show and then you go over and you watch uh avengers <laughs> age of ultron and i don't know it's just got a it's got a air of hokiness you know where they're they're fighting uh a robot that has feelings and a brain you know it's just i don't know i mean i do i do like the the banter and the the back and forth with all the superheroes um i think that's my favorite part of any of the avengers movies and uh, which is one of my favorite parts of flash and the arrow is that um it's not just you know the one superhero you know so many people wander in and out you know they have arsenal on there and canary and uh plastique and so many different superheroes that fly in and out uh of the tv show which is uh which is pretty cool season one of the arrow was really good season two like uh i haven't really gotten to the um the season finale of the second season but right now i mean it's ridiculously good you know there was a lot of talk um because a lot of the second season if you haven't watched it focuses around it focuses around um oliver queen's relationship with slade wilson who he met on the island and who takes the uh miracu serum and uh eventually becomes deathstroke and there was a lot of uh uh buzz online for the uh the batman superman movie that uh they were never showing ben affleck as bruce wayne so there was a lot of talk that maybe he was going to be uh deathstroke instead of batman and then uh you know uh christian bale somehow was going to show up at the end as the real batman and blah 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 now after we've seen the second trailer and they actually introduce him as bruce wayne i'm it's funny i'm wondering if they did that just because there was all these rumors that he might be slade wilson and uh and deathstroke but apparently in the comic book arc at some point um deathstroke becomes kind of a good guy and ends up dressing up like batman for a while um while batman's recovering or something but obviously now we see from the second trailer that's a bunch of 
BS. And uh, I think they also put to, to bed the rumors that uh, Jared Leto's Joker was somehow not going to be the real Joker like he was going to be um, Jason Todd, who in the comic books was Batman's Robin, and then he gets uh, captured by the Joker and then, like, tortured and corrupted, and somehow uh, Jason Todd ends up being the next Joker. But, you know, we will see. You know, I read an article the other day about Suicide Squad where they said that... Uh, that kind of like Heath Ledger, Jared Leto just, you know, poured himself into the Joker character and uh, stayed in character on the scene and off the scene. And while the whole movie was going on, he was just the Joker, you know. And uh, and I guess he was like sending his, his, uh, his co-stars like weird presents like dead rats and shit. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's pretty pretty interesting when somebody does that i mean it seems to have uh driven heath ledger mad to the point of taking his own life um i hope it doesn't happen the same way for jared leto but uh i guess some of the test screenings that they've done for suicide squad they say that he 100 percent like steals the movie which i think uh it's kind of the way you want to have it, you know. Joker is such an iconic Batman villain. I mean, even people that never have read, you know, uh, read a, a Batman comic book know who the Joker is, you know. But it is interesting because in the Arrow, at some point they introduce uh, Amanda Waller and the Suicide Squad. And the members of the Suicide Squad in the TV show are uh, Shrapnel, Deadshot, and uh, Tiger Claw, I think his name was. And they go off and do some kind of mission for Amanda Waller. And Shrapnel gets um, a wild hair up his ass and tries to escape. And I don't know. And then they blow up his head, which... You know, he had to have known that there was uh, explosives in his head. So I don't know if he was, he just didn't want to be a part of it anymore and wanted to check out. But um, there's a lot of people online that are bringing up a lot of interesting points as far as the TV shows in the DC Universe towards the movies in the DC Universe. Um I can see it both ways, you know, Marvel, um, Marvel is kind of keeping more of a, a streamlined approach to it, you know, where the, the characters in the, in the movies are the same characters on the TV show, um, so the same actors will, will move from the TV show to the movies, and from movie to movie, they're all the same actors and the same characters and stuff, um, but DC has kind of made it pretty, uh, apparent that they have no interest in using any of their TV show stars, um, in their big blockbuster movies, which, you know, as I said, I could see it both ways, you know, it's like, 
it's one thing to take the movie actors and put them in the TV show. It's another thing to take TV actors and put them in a big blockbuster movie, you know. Because it's like the characters that come from the movies to the TV show, they've, they're movie stars. You know, they've already proven themselves in in the big screen. And coming to the TV show, it's like a treat. You know, it's like, oh my God, that's Samuel L. Jackson on my TV show today. And that just adds like legitimacy to the TV show. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if after... Um, like Batman versus Superman comes out and and the Justice League movies and stuff. Um, if maybe some of those characters, like those movie stars, would end up making appearances on the Arrow or or Flash or um, the Legends of Tomorrow, but that remains to be seen. But uh, I mean, I get it. You know, it's like people are like. You know, whatever the guy's name is that plays Deadshot on Arrow, he does a really good job with it, you know. But if you put him in the Suicide Squad movie, he's just not he's not gonna draw like a Will Smith would draw as Deadshot, you know. It's like a lot of these people are like purists for the characters that they've come to know and love from the T V show. And they're like, hey, they should get their shot on the big screen because um, I think it came out that like The Flash was like the number one show on television. And the same day that that news broke, um, they introduced the guy who was going to be playing The Flash in uh, in the Justice League movie, which that's one I don't get because the kid that's playing The Flash in the Justice League movie is a new guy like he's not an established movie star like putting his name on the marquee isn't going to sell any more tickets so why not take the kid that plays the flash on tv and put him in that movie you know because he brings a whole fan base with him and i guess a lot of people are really angry that they didn't make him the flash in the justice league movies but I guess we will never know what exactly is going on Hollywood-wise. But it seems like a stupid move. Um, But, like I said, it's like half of this, half of that, you know. It's like if Smallville was still on or uh, Lois and Lane, I don't know if you remember that uh, TV show, and they decided to make a Superman movie and they didn't use those Supermans from TV and they, you know, they used people that have a bigger name for themselves. It's like you get it because they're trying to sell tickets to the movie. They're not trying to keep the legitimacy of the the character lines. You know, it's all kind of different things going on and whatever. But anyways, back to the Arrow god i love the show it's so good it's got so many layers to it you know where they where they're kind of tracing his five years on the island with each season of the show 
So it's like they bounce back and forth, and they show what's going on in the island, and then they show what's going on in the uh, in the show, and it's like real time, and they go back and forth, and and I really like it, and they just keep uh, introducing like more and more cool villains and more cool. Um, like other superheroes that come in to help and stuff and it's just really good man and what's funny about the whole situation was um i kept hearing all these good things about the flash so um in my head i was like i gotta check out this show the flash like people are always talking about it so i go to netflix i watch the first episode of the flash and like the second episode and i think it was like either the third or fourth episode they make all these references to the arrow and like all these storylines that i'm supposed to know about because you know obviously the arrow came first and then the flash came second and it's basically a spin-off of the arrow and it's all this information and i'm like fuck so then i stop watching the flash and i go back and i start watching the arrow and I get up to the point where the splice happens and the crossover and the um, the spinoff to The Flash. And so now it's like, well, fuck, great. Now i got to watch these two shows together. And then somebody's like, well, if you like those two shows, you should watch The Legends of Tomorrow because it's like a lot of the characters from both those shows are now in this show and i'm like son of a bitch like one day i i I set off to find you know a new tv show that i could get into and watch and now now i'm like stuck trying to juggle three tv shows to find time to watch all of them because they're all fucking cool as shit you know but I am excited because there are a lot of a lot of my uh a few of my favorite shows that are coming back this month onto regular television, so that's gonna even chew more into my free time. The Walking Dead's coming back. Better Call Saul is coming back finally. Uh I don't know if you guys watched the first season of uh Better Call Saul, but it was really good. I love how to like literally uh, I think it was like the first episode or the second episode they had a huge crossover connection to Breaking Bad where he runs into Tuco and that was pretty cool I mean obviously him himself is a big connection to Breaking Bad and obviously Mike who um, ends up being a big part, part of Breaking Bad is a huge part of Better Call Saul which I'm glad because I actually really liked the character of Mike in uh, in Breaking Bad. And I was sorry to see him get killed by Walt. But uh, they're bad guys and bad guys do bad shit. The end. Um, but yeah. So this whole storyline in the second season of The Arrow with Deathstroke is so good. I mean, it's ridiculous. And it is funny, though, that, like, everyone knows that Oliver Queen's the Arrow now. It's like every, like, every single person in his life, um, you know, his mom knew, his his uh, ex-girlfriend knows, his current girlfriend knows, like, uh, 
his sister's boyfriend knows like everybody knows um but somehow he's still protected you know and uh i don't know if i've ever read anything about the storylines in the comedy book comic books about the miracle or whatever but uh it's funny how it 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 mirrors the uh the super serum from marvel you know how everybody's always trying to get this enhanced serum to to make the soldiers stronger and and crazier and all this kind of bullshit and so that uh i don't know i just like the guy that's playing deathstroke i think he's uh he's actually a really cool actor and character and i was reading something else online that you know now that they're doing whatever is the 700th reboot of star spider-man i don't know why they can't get that right man you know i thought the first couple films were pretty good and uh the new ones are just stupid i don't know why they even made them um i mean the only redeeming part of uh the second the second spider-man movie which was uh the the second reboot with garfield um and the second movie in the series was the fact that at the end we had we got to see that they were probably going to be making a sinister six movie which would have been kick-ass but of course i guess that got scrapped now that they're starting the uh uh the civil uh captain america civil war movie and they needed spider-man to show up in that and then they recast it and and they just got off the rails as far as the the sinister six movie but I think that would be really kick-ass if they did the Sinister Six movie. Um, but I saw that new, the new trailer for the Suicide Squad where it's, uh, I think they're playing the Queen music or whatever. I don't know, man. It looks pretty, pretty damn cool. Um, I'm excited to go see Deadpool next week. I hear that movie is uh, is pretty kick-ass too. And I read this other article online that said that uh, uh, the Infinity War movies for Marvel could have upwards of 67 superheroes in them, which is crazy. But you have to imagine that at some point, um, you know, things are just getting so crowded. And if they're going to continue on this storylines and these plot lines... um, chronologically like some of these superheroes have to get killed off in the next few movies um i think it's it's probably a given that war machine is going to die in civil war um and i think it's a pretty good chance that uh that captain america is going to die at the end of it because that's what they do in the comic books and then uh and then Bucky Barnes, a.k.a. the Winter Soldier, takes up the shield and becomes Captain America. And I think they kind of... Um, it's funny how they did that in the trailer, where they kind of made it seem like that, you know, where they're both beating on Iron Man, and they're kind of tossing the shield back and forth. 
I think that was kind of a symbolism of like, you know, at some point he's going to be holding the shield because he's going to be Captain America. And, uh, you know, that's the way it goes, as they say. People die, new characters get uh, introduced. It's going to be interesting to see um, how the new characters do being introduced. You know, it's like, they got this huge long timeline of all these movies that are going to be coming out in the last the next few years you know they got another thor movie coming out another ant-man movie coming out they're introducing like doctor strange black panther mrs marvel so many new characters and i don't know it'll be interesting to see um if the popularity continues on you know because I don't know what exactly they're going to do after the second part of the Infinity War. Um, I suppose start a new phase of Marvel or just start rebooting everything again with different characters and different ideas. It's just like it's never ending, you know. Sometimes you wish you see, you know, new ideas and new movies, but nowadays it just seems like they're rebooting everything and and preying on everybody's nostalgia to to start from scratch you know they got the ghostbusters movie coming out with the women playing it now and um i'm sure they're probably working on a new back to the future movie and a new teen wolf and actually they do have a new teen wolf it was on mtv i guess i don't know if it's still on or not but it just gets ridiculous you know it's like come up with some new ideas um you know, I like I like to see all the superhero movies and all that kind of stuff, um, but I wish they would just kind of continue down the same timeline instead of trying to restart everything. Like, they're trying to, you know, find the right formula. You know, I think that's pretty evident with the uh, Spider-Man movies. It's just freaking ridiculous. How many different Spider-Man reboot? Uh, well, I think the only thing that's worse than the Spider-Man reboots is the fucking Fantastic Four reboots. You know, I thought the f- I thought the first movie was okay. The second Silver Surfer movie was just a pile of shit, and then this new one, I didn't even waste my money to go see it. Um, and it was kind of funny because uh, I think they gave the Fantastic Four back to Marvel because of like how bad it did. And so they're they're making a sequel, but I guess it's a sequel slash reboot fresher. I don't even know because I don't think they're using any of the same characters from the original movie. But um, Michael Jordan, who plays uh, the Human Torch in this reboot, he's like, I still want to play the Human Torch. And they're like, I don't think you get it. Like, this whole thing was shit. So we got to start from scratch. Which I don't know why they would be making a sequel to a movie and replacing it with, like, everybody. It doesn't make any sense. But that's Hollywood. You know, it doesn't make much sense. You know, they nominate all the white people. No black people get nominated for things. I don't know what that story is about. SNL did a great spoof on that where they were just nominating all the the B characters and all these famous like black films and I guess that's kind of what happened like there was 
a handful of films that were um, either about black people or uh, heavily led by black people, and the, and then the white actors got nominated out of those movies. Pretty crazy, but I hope they keep it going. And uh, I'm excited to finish the second season of Arrow and get through the first season of The Flash. I guess that's the only drawback to Netflix is like you get through everything and then you're just sitting around waiting for them to to release the next uh, uh, grouping of TV shows and whatnot. Um, looking forward to the second season of jessica jones and the second season of daredevil where they introduced the punisher and i hear they're already like spinning him off into his own uh show on netflix it's just so crazy man just so much so much cool tv and and entertainment going on right now um i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing you know people you know people still need to get outside and enjoy life um and it's hard sometimes when you look around and, and everybody's on a tablet or a phone or they got their smart TVs on and and nobody really interacts anymore or gets outside and meets people. And I'm not saying I'm I'm better than anybody else at doing it. I obviously get stuck in that cycle myself. Um, but hopefully we'll find a happy medium with it. But uh, yeah. I'm excited for all the new shows that are coming out, all the new movies. I think they're all do uh, pretty good. Anywho, uh, you can always get this podcast at Podbean and iTunes and Stitcher. Tuned in wherever podcasts are uh, are uh, are recorded. Check out LargeDrunkMan.com for my uh, upcoming comedy dates. Uh, this Friday, I will be doing a show at uh i believe it's o'neill's in spicer minnesota on friday february 5th so if you live in that area and you want to come see my comedy show please come out to spicer o'neill's check it out and uh yeah thank you so much for tuning in and tune in next time we talk about who knows